0: In this third podcast, what I want to do is recommend ways of preventing illness while traveling by RV. In future podcasts, we'll talk about treating different illnesses, but for this one, preventing illness. The concept of preventing illness should start before you embark on your journey. I want to remind you that although I'm a practicing practicing physician in Maryland and also licensed in Delaware and Florida and Washington, D.C., through this podcast, I'm not recommending any medical care or medical treatment, just making recommendations to play it safe and avoid illness and prepare for illness if it were to happen while traveling. A necessary part of traveling by recreational vehicle is the time and distance you travel while seated. Especially while crossing this big country of ours, there's lots of miles to cover while seated and driving. This could become a significant part of your weekly activities and must be countered by planning activities of movement and exercise during driving time, meaning the days that you have driving and driving for great distances you should incorporate ways of exercise during the day that you travel something else to consider before leaving home is organizing prescription drugs and over-the-counter drugs to take with you in case something was to happen period these prescription medications would have to be obtained from your doctor with whom you have a relationship since insurance companies have restrictions on how much medication you get for a 30-day period, and you may be gone for longer than 30 days, you would have to negotiate this with your doctor to get enough medication to last for the time you are gone, or ways of getting the medication through mail order while you're traveling. Some medications like antibiotics are only used for 10 or 14 days, sometimes 21 days. And it's important to have enough of of a supply in case you develop an infection at different times during your travel. This should be discussed with your doctor before you leave home. Explain what you are doing, and an understanding physician should be able to provide you with the medication you need. Of course, your own prescription drugs need to be extended and renewable with the possible use of the mail order idea that I suggested, uh, depending on different addresses where you find yourself during the time of travel. The medications that you would need while traveling that you should contact your physician for getting are medications that would come in handy during a medical condition developing or an emergency emergency condition developing. Prednisone is a medication that's used by prescription for different types of inflammation and can be helpful with different types of acute inflammation from an allergy or some other inflammatory reaction. Broad-spectrum antibiotics, such as doxycycline, are useful for treating staph or skin infections. Epinephrine, such as an EpiPen, can be used for treating an unexpected allergic reaction that becomes life-threatening. And this can happen to anyone, even if they haven't had allergies, because of the things you may be exposed to in terms of insect stings, insect bites, or other exposures to different plant materials that you develop an allergy to or have had had a reaction to in the past and then that reaction is accelerated with a second exposure causing what's called anaphylaxis. Another prescription item that you'd want to get from your physician is some type of ophthalmic antibiotic anti-inflammatory ointment or drops for the eye in case an eye infection develops or if your eye gets scratched or there's a scratch of your cornea with eye pain. Those are things you can discuss with your physician in terms of how to use it and when to use it. Also, a prescription for opioid pain medication without an actual need for it at the moment is somewhat difficult to do these days because of how opioid opioid prescriptions are highly controlled and not dispensed readily any longer. But if you explain to your doctor why you need it and why it would come in helpful at a time when you're in the bush or boondocking and have an injury and need pain medication. You don't want to be stuck without it. On Dansteron or Promethazine tablets, which are both prescriptions for nausea and vomiting, would be helpful to get through a night or a couple of days with nausea and vomiting from eating something that might have been spoiled. Vaginal suppositories of antifungal medications such as Chlortrimazole for vaginal yeast infections or fluconazole tablets are helpful if a woman is taking an antibiotic and develops a vaginal yeast infection. Another very important point to consider before long-term travel and a long-term travel experience, especially to areas that are underdeveloped in different parts of the United States for extended periods is getting a dental exam and a dental cleaning before you leave. Dental problems managed in the wilderness are impossible, period. An infected tooth could kill someone with infection traveling along pathways between the oral cavity and the chest. I've seen this happen clinically as an ear, nose, and throat doctor. I've seen a dental infection cause a back infection from spread of bacteria from the oral cavity to the tissues of the neck and back. They are dangerous. This is why heading into your trip with good dentition and maintaining that while traveling is so important. Get a dental exam before traveling is my recommendation. Some other suggestions on how to to stay active and organize activities while traveling and in turn stay healthy. Pay strict attention to diet and exercise and getting good sleep. These are the things you can do by yourself without medical input to maintain good health. These three things will help keep you healthy during any trip for any length of time. As far as exercising while traveling, plan out stopping and allowing enough time to walk for an hour earlier in the day and have time potentially at the end of the day for a walk for an hour or some other activity for an hour. Also doing some push-ups and sit-ups without any machinery is helpful to main muscle tone. I know there's much pressure on time to get things done in terms of traveling, covering distances, and getting to your campsite and setting your campsite up, but you really need to integrate time to exercise once you, once you um, organize yourself around this trip. Inactivity while driving is not healthy. So much inactivity will lead to weight gain and some difficulty sleeping. If you can find other things to do during the two hours of activity each day, it's fine, as long as you get your heart rate going. When walking, try to maintain an increased heart rate and watch your step counter which almost everyone has these days with some sort of watch or band that counts steps. Push-ups and sit-ups are helpful too to maintain muscle tone. I know that if you're not doing any of this now, it's hard to think about how you can integrate this into your everyday. This really is not a choice. It's a necessity to stay active while traveling. Reducing weight gain while traveling. Unfortunately, the American diet is what is contributing most to most Americans becoming overweight. You must develop a low-carb diet to maintain weight and not gain weight while traveling. Again, because traveling will involve a certain amount of inactivity while driving, while sitting. This would include eliminating all soft drinks and other products which contain fructose, which is a sugar that the body cannot metabolize well, and the body turns fructose into fat as storage. Carbohydrates are well hidden in most convenient foods and foods you may grab while driving or traveling. Instead, substitute low-carb vegetables such as cauliflower, cabbage, broccoli, Brussels sprouts. High-carb vegetables tend to be ones that are brightly colored or things that grow underground, such as sweet potatoes. Carrots also have a lot of sugar. It's a colorful vegetable. Do not be surprised that saturated fats are good for you and based on how the current high-carb diet has led to so much heart disease. If you were someone you know, can eat carbs and stay thin, that person is considered TOFI, T-O-F-I, thin on the outside, fat on the inside. People that stay thin while eating carbs may have disposition or deposition of fat around their organs rather than belly fat. This is why thin people are also at risk for developing heart disease with this condition. Many people are treated with statins to reduce (coughs) risk of heart disease while consuming a high-carbohydrate diet. Norman Borlaug, B-O-R-L-A-U-G, was awarded a Nobel Peace Prize for addressing global hunger in 1970 and transforming wheat into something that's now toxic for humans. The original unhybridized wheat was einkorn wheat, which is rarely available today. It has only 14 chromosomes when modern wheat has over 64 or 64 chromosomes, which influences its level of productivity and genetic changes that humans haven't adapted to. The book Wheat Belly was about all of this. I bring this to your attention for you to find out a way to stay healthy while traveling, reduce, not eliminate carbs, and be mindful of what you're eating while traveling. Weight gain can only cause more health problems such as diabetes, hypertension, and the metabolic syndrome. <clears throat> I know many people who advertise their travels on YouTube seem to be people who are exercising regularly or mindful of what they're eating. Many many all m- many many not all of them are young, which is when these illnesses start. Mm-hmm. Something else I would bring to your attention is the availability of online physicians who cater to the needs of RV travelers. A problem with that online service that you pay for monthly uh, when you would would be able to contact a physician uh, for the opportunity to discuss a medical problem, but how that physician will prescribe medications for you if you're, now, if you're not near any pharmacy or in the boondocks. That idea is flawed because people who travel by RV are finding ways to be in remote areas and areas that are beautiful in this country without access to medication. So that's why I think it's very important for you to spend time before you leave to collect your over-the-counter prescription medication necessary for the duration of travel. Overall, the goal is to stay healthy while traveling, to maintain your health while traveling, while not having access to your family doctor and trying to stay in a healthy groove, so to speak, while you're traveling and seeing different parts of this beautiful country. If you can be mindful of what you're eating to reduce the unnecessary carbs and concentrate more on activity and exercise each day, that would be so much more helpful for you in terms of staying healthy. Again, this isn't treating a health problem. This is just recommendations that are made to stay healthy. Of course, you need to check with your doctor ahead of time to make sure you can maintain an activity level for more than an hour. And that is important if you have pre-existing heart disease or other metabolic conditions that might interfere with adapting to some activity level without first understanding whether or not that's safe for you to do. Again, I'm not practicing medicine on this podcast, just making healthy recommendations for people traveling that may need help in guiding themselves through a healthy experience while traveling. Especially if you wanna keep traveling throughout your life, you need to maintain your health both at home and while traveling so you can enjoy yourself while traveling and not be limited by your health problems. Health problems can interfere with mobility, can interfere with recreation, can interfere with the normal maintenance activities That are somewhat burdensome at times of an RV. There's a lot of twisting and turning and kneeling and sitting and reaching and all sorts of things that go on with keeping an RV running and hooking up your truck or tow vehicle to the RV or just doing general maintenance on an RV. So in order to stay healthy, you have to be mindful of how to maintain your health. And again, this podcast is going to be focused on discussing different things that you can pay attention to as far as health and enjoying health while traveling thank you